friends and welcome back to Are You Next? I'm so excited because this week my friend Megan is going to share her testimony. So I met Megan way back in 2014, which was freshman year in high school, which seems like literally forever ago. Um, she's such an amazing person and friend, and I'm so happy that she's wanting to share her testimony. Really quick, as a reminder of what a testimony is, a testimony in short is life before, during, and after Christ. Uh, and with that being said, hi, Megan. How are you? Hey, great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so excited to hear your testimony and you can just jump right in. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I love testimonies. I think it's a great way to see mm-hmm. like how the Lord has moved through different people's lives. And like, yeah. you really don't know truly what people have been through. Um, and so, yeah, I'll just start. So basically, I grew up in a Christian home. So I had um, like influence of like the Lord at like an early age and I would go to church um, and it was pretty regular thing in my life. I didn't really know exactly what it meant. I just knew like who Jesus was. (laughs) I knew kind of what he did, but I didn't really know the weight behind what it meant about what he did. And so I went to church pretty young and But my brother is nine years older than me. And so kind of whenever he left for college, we kind of stopped going to church. And I don't really know why. Like, it wasn't just like, we're not going to church kind of thing. It was just slowly, like, we just didn't feel like going. And so we just wouldn't go. And so that kind of through, like, my high school and, like, middle school years kind of just slowed down with going to church. Um, And so when we met in high school, so I went to, like, a really private small high or middle school and okay yeah yeah I think I remember that (laughs) yeah yeah and so I didn't really know a whole lot of people like going Mm -hmm. into Bel Air and I just really didn't have a whole lot of friends I was in dance and volleyball yeah like some AP (laughs) classes and so it was just kind of a lot like stepping into that um, my freshman year and so it was just a lot of anxiety and stress that mm-hmm. with that and um also like I haven't always been like the best at school like I would like get my schoolwork done but it would always take me a lot longer than yeah. other people and I kind of didn't really know why, why? <laughs> yeah it yeah. was so frustrating I was like so much slower than everyone else and um I was like really insecure about it and so then going into high school then also like not having friends and then mm-hmm. being compared to literally like 500 people yeah um, or even like 900 really yeah closer to 900 (laughs) yeah literally um and so freshman year I actually went through an episode which is like kind of hard to explain and kind of like it's very rare and so a lot of people don't know about it but when I was it was my first semester freshman year I went through like a dissociation kind of thing where I felt like I was in a dream okay and like I would see everything around me I'd feel everything around me and everything I saw was real it just didn't feel real and that was later in the semester and so I was actually hospitalized because of it and oh my god yeah and so I did not know that (laughs) yeah yeah and so I was like out of school for a week and we didn't really know like what was going on and Mm -hmm. like all these tests done and it, like, if you talked to me, it wasn't like you were talking to me. Like, it okay. was just, like, blank face. And yeah. I remember everything that happened, but it didn't feel like it was actually happening. And so I would have oh to, like, my ask gosh. my parents, like, did we do this? Like, did I see this person? Did I go this place? And 
Um, and so in the hospital, they said it was like stress induced and anxiety induced. <gasps> oh my gosh. And so that was kind of a big turning point in my life. Um, I say I have like two major turning points of like me knowing the Lord. And that was the first one because I just realized that I could not do life alone and that I needed mm-hmm. something greater than myself to, you know, live. Yeah. <laughs> and I just really couldn't depend on myself. Um, and so through that, I learned that I have like a learning disability, mm-hmm. which helped a lot of things. Like I got a lot of accommodations and stuff that really helped like my stress and anxiety. Um, but through that, I had a lot of insecurity. Like I didn't tell anyone about that situation um, because like I'd never heard of anyone having that happen before. Yeah. Um, and I also didn't really know a lot of people that had a learning disability. And so I was just kind of not ashamed, but just embarrassed of yeah. like who I was and like why I was the way I was. And that was just kind of the reoccurring question that came about. I was like, why me? Why me? Like, why do I have to be the yeah. one slower? Why do I have to be the one that seems to struggle more? Why do I have to be the one that like goes into these dream states? And um, so freshman year is actually when I got like my first Bible that wasn't like a kid's Bible. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and so I would like start reading that just regularly like by myself Mm. and through that I stumbled across John 9 3 which is my favorite bible verse um and it talks about a blind man and the parents are like why him like why does he have to be the one that's blind like what did we do and Jesus says neither him nor his parents sinned but it happened so the works of the Lord could be displayed through him yeah and that just really hit home with me and made me like stop feeling bad for myself you know and was Mm -hmm. like I was given these things not to be punished um and not because the Lord doesn't like me you know like I was given these (laughs) things so that like I can display his grace his mercy through like it can be displayed through me in different ways and like I'm able to show like I'm not perfect I'm not meant to be perfect um, I struggle mm-hmm. with things and, like everyone struggles with like their own things um, but yeah. I'm able to relate to different people that I wouldn't normally get to relate to because I do struggle with these things and so that verse has just carried me through a lot um, and so that was kind of like the first turning point in my relationship with the Lord um, and then like going into college I didn't really have like friends that were like Christians like I didn't really know yeah and so like have a community of people that like believe the same thing um because like I said like I kind of stopped going to church like I didn't really go to youth group or anything um and I went to camp and that was great but I didn't have people like on the daily that were like are you reading your bible you know and so I didn't really yeah know what my community <laughs> looks like and so I went to impact um okay. my freshman year at AM, which is like a summer freshman camp um that's like based on the lord and jesus and all that and so that's kind of where i got like my first group of friends that was like wow people my age are actually giving (laughs) to the lord um like they believe the same thing i do and so that's where i met mallory my roommate well she's not my roommate anymore because she graduated (laughs) but we yeah literally so sad I've cried a lot about it um but so she was like my first like Christian friend and through that like we started going to church together and um 
and so that was when I really went to church like for myself like I didn't have my parents you know telling me like yeah day like I couldn't like I could sleep in if I wanted to like it was really me making the decision mm-hmm. myself to like get up on Sundays go to church um and I like wanted to because I had friends that it was important to them and so since it was important to them it made sense for it to be important to me too and so then I also joined ASC the women's organization and got plugged in there and really learned like, mm-hmm. what a testimony is like what it means to really truly live your life out for Christ and yeah so it was just really through then that I learned that it's not just about like acts and how yeah. you like <laughs> go about yes. like, your life you know it's not just like rules I thought that's kind of what it was because I was kind of a goodie <laughs> goodie yeah. all my life and I was like I get yelled at and like in trouble and I just yeah. cry if I do something wrong and so I didn't want so I just learned that it wasn't about those things that mm-hmm. it was truly having a relationship with the Lord and like the transformation of my heart and doing the right thing quote quote like doing the things yeah that calls us to do because I've had that heart transformation and because like why would I want to live differently when he's done so much for me and he's guiding me and telling me the ways that I'm supposed to live like why would I want to live differently and other than me thinking like I'm gonna get, go to hell or I'm gonna get yelled at you know because yeah I'm doing <laughs> the bad things quote you know and so it was really true then through then um and then like being on exec mm-hmm. for asc i that just like changed my life completely like i had an accountability partner yeah um and we would like talk about what we read and just holding us accountable in like different ways um and just really seeing like people pour into me and then being able to pour back into other girls i'm mm-hmm. um, just having that community you know and so by no means am i like perfect in any way and like I don't have all the answers and um like I still struggle with doubt um mm-hmm. and you know those kinds of things and like it's it's hard like it's not yeah. easy <laughs> yeah. being a Christian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's really it's really hard um but I truly notice like whenever I'm like taking my time daily to like spend the time with the Lord like one-on-one time I truly am the happiest and I definitely don't read my Bible every day. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I want to be more disciplined in that way. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like where I'm at. Um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. I have a couple, like, as you were like going, I was like writing questions down. Yeah. 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 Um, so the first thing is I know that a lot of people like through literally ASC and hearing like tons of people's testimonies, I know that a lot of people can relate to not really knowing what's going on in church when they're younger Mm -hmm. and they kind of go through like this second wave of like where they finally kind of accept Jesus for themselves and it's not like through their parents um and so I do like like I mean you probably already know this that you're not the only one like that but I do just like throw that in there that yeah uh, like through ASC I've just heard from so many people's testimonies of people who did grow up in church it's like they kind of like broke away and then re kind of came back to (laughs) yeah right for sure um another thing is the something I didn't even know was like the loneliness in high school and the transition from like going from such a small middle school to such a big Mm -hmm. high school 
yeah. do you have like any advice for anyone you know like that might be in that c- same circumstance on how to like maybe branch out meet friends you know like yeah um I think it can be where with whatever stage you're in like even going into college and stuff I was pretty lonely like going into college because I really mm-hmm. didn't have friends that way either and like the biggest thing I can say in regards to like loneliness is like be okay with like being uncomfortable and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations because like odds are a lot of people are like looking for friends um like you're not the only one yeah let's like (laughs) needing friends you know and so it's like the uncomfortable situations like kind of putting yourself out there like a lot of people aren't comfortable with doing that yeah Um, and so but whenever someone else does it first it makes other people feel more comfortable and so I would just say like be okay with being uncomfortable and putting yourself in those positions and like putting yourself out there um and like transitioning into high school like joining bells and joining yeah. <laughs> the volleyball team like I met people through that and I tried to not just like stay in my little corner like I tried to expand and like meet as many people as I could because like at the end of the day like they're either gonna like you or they're not yeah and they're not like you don't want those people in your life anyway really you know? and so <laughs> Yeah, and so I would just say, like, be okay with, like, being uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so the next one, again, is because is handling stress. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, I mean, like, so even though we went, me and Megan went to high school together, I took, I, like, took time off after high school where she went straight into college. So she's, mm-hmm. like, you're, it's, like, I know you're, aren't you an accounting major? Is that yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So is it is it five years is account for accounting major? So it's like a certain program I'm in. It's oh, five okay. years. So if I wasn't in the program, I would have graduated. Okay, but, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you've still done more years of college than I have. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as like handling stress or like even just like managing time, do you have any advice for that? Yeah. And so college is crazy. <laughs> like, especially like going into it. It's so overwhelming. Like everything's different. You're like in a new place with new people taking hard classes, you know, and I would kind of say something that helped me a lot. My freshman year was kind of swallowing my pride and looking for help like yeah to tutoring because I would just be like spinning my wheels in classes you know Mm -hmm. and like being like no it's okay like I don't need help like I can do it by myself and it was like the very end of my first semester freshman year that I was finally like okay I need to go get some tutoring (laughs) um and that was worlds of difference like I started the next semester I started going tutoring all the time and that helped my stress a lot because I was actually getting the help that I needed because I wasn't being prideful about it. Yeah. Um, and so I think also managing your time, like going and doing fun things, but also like knowing that mm-hmm. your first priority is school, but also it's kind of hard having the balance of being like your first priority is school, but like school isn't your life. You yeah. Know? And, like, <laughs> yeah. Your grades are important and like that's what you're there for, but also like if you get a B on a test, if you get a C on a test, heck, if you fail a test, it is not the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely struggled with thinking that, like, my grades were the end of the world. And I'd be over here getting, like, 50s on tests while people were getting, like, 90s. And, yeah. you know, and so it's just kind of 
like changing your mindset of knowing that school is important, but also knowing that like you're doing the best that you can mm-hmm. um, and just kind of setting aside time of like when you can hang out with your friends and like when you can do schoolwork, um, a planner, highly recommend a planner. Yeah. If I didn't have a planner in college, I would be a hot mess. <laughs> and so also just like letting yourself do fun things because you're going to run yourself ragged if you're just doing yeah. all of yeah. the time, you know? Yeah, and I that- I do see a lot of people where they it's like they put so much stress into the school and like yes. only do school, so then yes. it, then it's like oh they're just so exhausted because yeah they're just constantly doing work and not taking any breaks at all you know right have and then fun you're at just all like missing out on like hanging out with your friends yeah and like when you graduate it's like okay are you gonna care that you like got all A's in yeah. the semester or that you like made memories with your friends you know and there's a balance in that like there is a balance in that I'm not trying to say that school you yeah. care about your grade <laughs> but it's just really finding the balance um, between that also with stress therapy is great yep. <laughs> I love me some therapy because I love to talk about myself <laughs> to someone you know and so it's just nice to be able to like unleash everything that yep. I'm feeling and like they can like give their opinion but it's not like you it's know, different it's, it's different yes. yeah it's not like talk because it's un- it's an unbiased opinion and they're really just there to like help you work through whatever you're going through like yes exactly <laughs> exactly and so with, yeah it's great so, so something else that you brought up which is something that I dealed with for well I still deal with it <laughs> is yeah I have learning disabilities and Mm. except the difference is that you didn't get which I mean if you don't want to share what it is you don't have to but oh yeah I mean you didn't get diagnosed till high school whereas Mm. I mean I got diagnosed when I was like five or six like Mm -hmm. and so it's like so for me it's like my whole school I've had like the accommodations extra you know it's like extra time private rooms and so it's like hearing that you didn't get those accommodations till high school I'm kind of like what like Mm -hmm. that I mean if you want to share it yeah okay okay yeah so i have add um and i also struggle (laughs) heavily with anxiety Mm -hmm. um and so i actually like got tested when i was younger but i tested negative for things and so like i kind of just went along yeah you know and was just like a lot slower than everyone else Mm -hmm. um and i was like really really embarrassed in high school to share it like i literally abby did not tell anyone about it yeah um and it wasn't until i got to college that i was like hey i get like my own room when i'm taking tests and i don't (laughs) have to be sitting with some person next to me you know and so um and I realized that like a lot more people have it than yep you know <laughs> you know and so yeah and so in college I was very much just like yeah this is what I deal with and then just like bringing that to light and finding ways that help me with that mm-hmm. you know it just makes it so much better than like trying to hide it you know yeah so. oh yeah I mean it not only like I like I you know, like, like you don't want to, br- you know, you don't have to say it if you don't want to, because there are a lot of people that don't really want to, you know, publicly kind of put yeah. it out there. But also, yeah. like, it's like so many people have these, and you don't even realize it. Where it's like right. coming from my standpoint of growing up. I mean, I have like, I have ADD, I have ADHD, and I have a processing speech disorder. So like, mm-hmm. I don't process things like how I guess normal people process things. Yeah. I mean, and so it's like, you know, growing up, it's like, I would just, you know, it's like 
I would just kind of say it because it's like that's all I've known. I mean, you know, it's like right. a five or six from the beginning of school. I was the kid that, you know, would get pulled out of the room. And I had a list when I was little. So it's like I yeah. was getting pulled out left and right from my normal classes. So it's like yeah. you can't really hide that, you know? Right, right, right. Like, and so I just found it like so interesting, like to, for someone. I mean, and I, I bet there's, I mean, thousands mm-hmm. of people who are undiagnosed and don't know and have been right. struggling their whole life with right. things. And it's like, man, if the, if you knew, like, you probably mm-hmm. could get on the right, you know, it's like if you choose medication, you could get on the right medication. If right. not, I, mean, I personally don't take medication. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, I've tried so many and none of them work. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, it's like that, it's still there, you know, like, so it's like, and it's yeah. like, if you don't know, then it's like, well, then you can't get any help, you know, like. <laughs> right, exactly. And the help, it just, it feels better to know that, like, not what's wrong with me but it's like why yeah. I am the way that I am and like being able to have things that can help with it you know yes <laughs> to make life a little bit easier and it's just it puts a lot more at ease like knowing that's like okay I'm not crazy yeah <laughs> you know like yeah there's something there's something <laughs> like, going on up there yeah yeah <laughs> okay so moving on to the next question it's quiet time and doing it on a regular basis and I mean, yeah. through everyone that I've talked to, I don't think I've met a single Christian that has a perfect quiet time routine. No. Because, um, again, no one's perfect. So, right. But what are any tips to maybe, like, keep it regular and do it every day? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm definitely not perfect at it. But, like I said, whenever I am in my routine of doing it, it just makes me feel so much better Mm -hmm. um and when I'm like doing it consistently like I want to learn more and I want to know more and so it's like you kind of just have to take that step of like just just diving in and like even if you don't fully know what you're reading about like if it's your Mm -hmm. first time would definitely start in the new testament because those things make a little bit more sense in the old testament the old testament is very confusing (laughs) um and so for me I used to like do it at my desk like I used to do my quiet time at my desk and I have learned that that is not the best for me (laughs) because it just feels like I'm doing homework you know like yeah sitting there studying and I don't personally enjoy studying and so that's just what it would feel like and so that's what it felt like I wouldn't want to do it you know yeah (laughs) and so I would try to also like do it on my bed and then I would just fall asleep, you know, and so that wasn't a good place either. So I think like a good starting place is like finding a place that you like to do it. I found that I really like being outside while mm-hmm. doing it. Um, cause then also I can just like see God's work outside and it just like makes it so much cooler. And so yeah. I just really like being outside. I can be like by myself. I've even like driven to places on campus and like opened the backseat of my car and just like sat in the trunk of my car, you know? Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. And so just like finding like fun places to do it, um, not at your desk, not in your bed, like if yeah. you're in your room, you're not, you're probably going to get distracted or something. And so even if like you're in like a public place, you know, you kind of have people around you to help hold you accountable because, you know, you're like doing something in front of people yeah um or like doing it by yourself like I said um and so something that I have really enjoyed lately is called the bible recap I cannot remember who it's by but it's um the bible in a year I think I've heard of this (laughs) yeah I cannot remember 
who it's by but it's like a blue book if you look it up on amazon it's massive um <laughs> and so basically it just goes through the bible in a year and now i'm not going to finish the bible in a year because i have missed lots of days <laughs> but um so it basically just like gives you the places to read it'll be like genesis one through four you read this day and then it'll you'll read it and then it kind of gives you like the summary of like what you read because i think a lot of times it's just confusing reading and you're just like i literally have no idea what i read but i don't <laughs> yeah. understand what i'm supposed to get out of it you know and so it's like with this it just gives you like the important information and then you can dive as deep as you want um and so i feel like that's helped me to kind of have like a structured plan rather than like okay i just think i'm gonna read so and so and so today you know but for some people that that works and you know you don't have to do this extravagant thing for your quiet time like a lot of people might think that you have to do <laughs> um, even if you just like pick a couple of verses to just like think on throughout the day something that I've liked doing is kind of writing it on my wrist or I have like sticky notes and I put them in my mm-hmm. car and just kind of like I have them on my rear view mirror and so I see that like every day and so that and that kind of helps me like remember bible verses you know just kind of getting used to reading the bible and reading verses um so yeah that's kind of yeah what I've been up to <laughs> and as far as someone who is like new to either new to Christianity new to an area because I know you mm-hmm. talked about moving you know when you first moved to like college station for college you know you didn't really have like a community out here yeah what would be some like advice for someone who either is a Christian and just wants community or is completely new mm-hmm. you know like what would you kind of say yeah. maybe help them get community <laughs> yeah well I think um if you're in college finding like different organizations something that I love about the organization that we're in is that it's mm-hmm. non-selective yes um, <laughs> and so that just brings so many different people from so many different walks um and where they are in their faith and so I would suggest like if you're totally new to Christianity um is to try to find something like that and because I know that it can be intimidating like walking into a church and being like I am confused (laughs) like I literally don't know what's going on you know and so just trying to find if you're in college it's probably easier um to then find groups that are like that like non-selective groups like that um or if you like know people that are christian Mm -hmm. you know everyone would be like thrilled to have someone come with them or like talk to them you know what i mean and so (laughs) um so if you're curious and you know someone that is a christian just be like hey can i grab coffee with you or can i just like get on a phone call with you or can I just text you and like ask you some questions you know like whatever's most comfortable yeah for you to do and kind of like I said with like being lonely earlier in our talk is like be okay with being uncomfortable um that's where like you grow the most I think and so if you are somewhere new I know it's like super intimidating but honestly like just go and just like be okay with being uncomfortable in those kinds of situations because who knows like you might really love it yeah Um, and if you don't love it then you can try a different church um yeah i mean yeah like (laughs) there's a lot i mean like yeah there's a lot of variety (laughs) yes among (laughs) churches and i i like want to point out that like i feel like a lot because i am kind of a new christian and Mm -hmm. i mean and so it's like i 
feel like a lot of people think that if they like if they you know if they work with someone who is a you know it's like if -hmm. they approach him then that person is gonna try and like shove their you know faith on them you know right i want people to know like we're like 99 percent of christians are not like that it'll be Mm -hmm. probably a very chill converse like (laughs) like a very laid-back conversation they'll you know it's like they'll either Mm -hmm. tell you stuff or if you ask them questions you know they'll answer them but like i wanted to kind of just throw that in like because you know like that you know most of us are not like that like very push you know it's like right it's the select few that ruin it for the rest of us you know and (laughs) it just like pushes people away because it's intimidating it is whenever someone's like trying to shove their opinion down your throat (laughs) yeah yeah um and then uh okay i want to talk about with you is a lot of people will act like christians but won't really like live for god you know i don't know if that really mm-hmm. kind of makes sense but it's like yeah they'll go through the motions being like well I, i'm a great christian kind of like you know it's like they mm-hmm. check all, off all the boxes but it's like really mm-hmm. you know like so what would you say about that or what is your opinion yeah. on that or <laughs> yeah i think um i mean i kind of struggled with that too being like i'm just doing these things because mm-hmm. Like, I know they're the right thing to do um, and stuff like that. And I just really think that, like, when you come to the Lord, like, wholeheartedly, it truly is heart transformation. Um, And you just truly see, like, what he has done for me Mm -hmm. and the way that then I respond to that. Um. And so, you know, I don't think that people who, like, say that they're Christians and then, like, don't necessarily act upon yeah. them, you know, like, because everyone, like, has their own sin and acts, mm-hmm. like, in ways that, like, we're not supposed to, like, everyone does yeah. daily. And so, <laughs> I just think, like, truly it's just heart transformation of when, like, you fully accept, like, Jesus as your Lord and Savior and, like, you know what that means and what the yeah. weight of that is. Um, now, I think if you're, like, close to people, it's good to, like, hold people accountable and be like, hey, I don't, like, do you think that you should be acting this yeah. way? Or, like, why are you <laughs> acting this way? Yeah. Um, when you say that, like, Jesus is the Lord of your life and the love of your life, you know, and I think holding people accountable in that way in a loving way because it's like you're not perfect either like you can't sit here and like judge other people because you have your own sin that you're dealing with but you know like holding people accountable um I think is like the best thing that we can do like as brothers and sisters um in Christ yeah yeah all right Mm -hmm. well thank you so much for spending some time with me and sharing your testimony oh my gosh thanks for having me if you want to like um Oh my gosh, I literally blanked on what it's called. <laughs> say, like, say your social medias or where people can find. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's sure. I mean, I'm SkaterMax13 on Instagram. Long story on why that's my username. Um, and then I'm also on TikTok. <laughs> I've seen your, I've seen your TikTok. They show up on my, like, um, for you page all the oh time. Oh my gosh. Do they actually? <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> thanks, girl. Thanks. <laughs> So I totally cut you off though. What's your um, name on TikTok? Oh, it's just Skater Mags. Oh, S K A T E R M A G S. Okay. Well, thank you yes. so much. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Abby. Yep. It was so good talking with you. Yep. Bye. Bye.
All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed hearing Megan's testimony as much as I did. I actually learned some things that I didn't even know about her, like, through hearing it. Um, and as always, I'll see you next Monday. Bye, friend.